Lightspeed. Hello, and welcome to a Lightspeed Short Shot. My name is Allison Bell Buse, pleased to be your muse for this flash fiction podcast. You may have heard my name mentioned before as a director or narrator for the Lightspeed podcast, but today I am happy to be your host. Are you looking for a warm place to stay for the night? Or maybe forever? Let's take a listen to Night Desk Duty at the Infinite Paradox Hotel by Amy Ogden, narrated by Stefan Rudnicki, and see if you can get a last-minute booking. Right after this message. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And now, Stefan Rudnicki. Night Desk Duty at the Infinite Paradox Hotel by Amy Ogden. Good evening, sir, Dave says pleasantly hiding his crossword puzzle under his computer keyboard as the front door chimes. Do you have a reservation? I'm afraid not. The guest fiddles with a suitcase. I saw the no vacancy sign, but I gotta ask. No problem at all. Dave's keyboard clatters busily, a series of well-practiced keystrokes. I can still get you in a room. What, really? That's great. The guest pauses, brow furrowing. But, uh, how is that possible, exactly? Dave slides a key card across the counter. Hey, it's a math thing. Don't worry too much about it. Okay. The guest glances down the endless hallway to Dave's left. Uh, do I go all the way to the end, or... Nah. First door on the right. Dave taps the one on the key card envelope. Uh, someone's in there now. Just tell him to move to number two, okay? And so on. Uh, thanks for your help tonight, man. I really appreciate it. The guest hesitates, pocketing the key card. Uh, just so you know, though, there's a bus pulling up outside. It looks pretty crowded, too. Thanks for the heads up, Dave sighs. And maybe don't get too settled in just yet. The bus driver comes in, mopping her face with a handkerchief. Hey there, Dave, she says, reading his plastic name tag. Look, hon, I hate to be a bother, but... Infinite passengers, he interrupts, pulling a sympathetic expression. Oh, my God, yes, she sags with relief. You got a room for that many? It's our corporate promise, ma'am. He taps the paper taped to the counter, where a clip art receptionist gives a thumbs up and a huge grin. A guaranteed room, provided guests adhere to certain terms and conditions. He can almost hear the parentheses in his own voice. If your passengers don't mind knocking on the odd-numbered rooms and sending the occupants to the room numbered with the double of their current room, 
and the occupant of that room to the next double, infinite odd-numbered rooms for y'all, he grimaces apologetically. Sorry, I know it's a little bit complicated. As the driver hurries out to her waiting passengers, a glowing ball of light drifts purposefully through the open door into the lobby. Greetings, it says telepathically. I wish to book a venue. At least it's just one super-intelligent AI. That should be relatively simple. Dave clicks back into the booking management system. Do you have a reservation? No. I desire several rooms to house virtual reality simulations for some potential colleagues. The glowing ball of light flares slightly. An infinity of rooms, actually, and I'm definitely not going to torture anyone if that's what you're worried about. Now he's a little worried about that, but refusing a room would break the corporate guarantee. However, Dave glances around. And where are these other guests, if I may ask? They'll be here. I just have to manifest a version of their historical consciousnesses. It's not a big deal. Seriously. Sorry, says Dave, manifesting a version of customer service excellence. No imaginary numbers. Hotel policy states all guests must be real and countable. The ball flickers threateningly. Don't you know who I am? Dave shrugs. Disappointed, the light dims a little. Give me the number for corporate. Dave produces a business card from the drawer in front of him. I've never had a complaint before, he informs the AI coldly. Get bent, the light says, absorbing the card into itself before vanishing. Dave doesn't mention that the reason he's never had a complaint is that the wait time on the customer service line only ever decreases by half. However long the AI waits, it'll never actually get to speak to a service representative. Movement outside saps his smirk, though. Another bus is pulled into the parking lot. No, several buses. No, there's... Oh, Lord. He rolls up his sleeves as he heads outside to meet the first driver, forestalling the other man's apologies as they meet in the crossed headlights. Infinite buses, infinite passengers, yes, I can get them all in rooms, as long as they know something about prime numbers and calculating exponents. How long are you folks expecting to stay, anyway? Uh, that's just it, says the driver sheepishly. We need some place to stay until this hanging everyone's going to see, except the exact day is supposed to be a surprise. So it can't happen on Friday, because that's the last day left in the work week. And if it hadn't happened by then, it wouldn't be a surprise anymore. And if we know it can't happen on Friday, then Thursday's the last day left, so it can't happen then either, and so on. So, you know, it can't ever actually happen, and we're stuck here forever. Well, Dave exhales noisily. There's going to be some extra paperwork involved, but yeah... I think we can find space for y'all, even indefinitely. The bus driver offers Dave a cigarette and the light, which he gratefully accepts. Sorry to put such a wrench in your day, kid. Eh, it's not so bad, really. 
Dave takes a calming drag. Before this gig, I used to drive a trolley. You wouldn't believe some of the shit I've seen. You have just heard Night Desk Duty at the Infinite Paradox Hotel by Amy Ogden, narrated by Stefan Rudnicki. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. This story was taken from the pages of Lightspeed Magazine, which is edited by John Joseph Adams. The podcast is produced by Skyboat Media, and the story and podcast are copyright 2024. I am Allison Bell Buse, and I hope this story amused. Thank you for listening. <laughs>